Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. And today, our fi our opening kill is the creator of Nick Says Boo. I guess Me. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> the namesake, the namesake. Um, we're, and we are here to continue our last year, our road to Halloween kills was watching, what did we watch up until? H2O. Yeah, because it was right before this. Um, and now we have Resurrection. We're going to be going through both Rob Zombie movies. And I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's it uh, up until. I forgot we had uh, those. To go we do. Too. And I love them so much. What do you think of the Rob Zombie ones, Nick? Uh, the first one's okay. I yeah. am in the minority. I actually like the second one better than the first I one. I actually too. think the second one's pretty good. But we're not there. We're at Halloween <laughs> Resurrection. Where does this one rank for you on like all the Halloween movies? At the bottom. It's really? keeping Halloween Kills company. Okay. <laughs> Which one is like at the bottom, at the bottom? Halloween Kills or this one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like that's hard because Halloween Kills. While I do think Halloween Kills is a very bad movie, Halloween Kills is a movie that I feel takes itself seriously, which mm. makes it worse. Whereas <laughs> Halloween Resurrection, I don't think for a single second that they didn't know what kind of movie they were making. Mm. There's no that's way. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. So it's like it's bad, but it's I mean it's watchable. Mm -hmm. Ian, where are you at with this one? Where's it? Where's it on the list? Because um, you hated I, kills. You hated I kills. I fucking hate kills. I agree with you. I'm glad that you're a big Halloween fan and you also feel that way. Zach was like too fair about it, even though it is bad. Um, but I think I would put six at the bottom. I think I would put six below this. Really? Had like, you seen six before watching for this? Oh. Or well, for the. Well, no, I, I had never seen four, five, or six until I had to watch them all last year. Um, that's why I said I wanted to go back and record for four. Cause I was like, well, after seeing five and six, four doesn't seem that bad. Um, but six was like really bad. Like six, mm. you could tell he died halfway through recording because the movie completely falls apart. And like when they're running around that hospital and I think it's what you just said, it takes itself seriously too. Yeah. And it like tries I almost feel like with Paul Rudd, it tries to do like a Buffy thing where it's like, look, we're like being jokey and we know it, but like we're still serious, but it doesn't ever work. Um, and when they're running around that hospital and every hallway is different because it clearly is a different set every time they make a turn. <laughs> um, and then how it just ends. Uh, yeah, I like really hated that movie. So I think it would be yeah. like six resurrection and kills like would be the bottom of the barrel for me. How, how does it make you feel knowing that there's the producer's cut, which is basically a completely cut, different right. movie. I, I, I would be interested to read a synopsis. <laughs> you don't want to watch it. Maybe I could get you to watch it like next year. Maybe if we're like one more year removed, I could get you to watch that one. I still think the producer's cut is not that great either. I don't think it's, it's much better. Um, people praise it. And people wanted the producers cut for a long time. It was like Snyder fan level, right? Like they wanted that shit. Um, and at the at the end result, it just was always going to be a bad movie because they just like had too many cooks in the kitchen the entire time. Exactly. Um, from the very, very beginning. Obvious. Yeah. And it would suck because Daniel Varens was, was a big Halloween fan. And that's why he got the job, right? It's like he... He knew the franchise, um, and it would have been nice to see at least his version, whether it would have come out bad or not. It would have been nice to just see that yeah, vision. Yeah. Um, but this one, for me, I think 
suffers in like how mediocre it is and how dull and like forgettable. Um, where I think even six has like, I don't know. I remember watching six and like, it might be the nostalgia tie to it, but when she's running across the street, Laurie Strode style, you know, that's like real fun for me when she jumps out of the window. I love like action, you know, and like six has plenty of action where I feel like this one really drags. Who even is the she you're talking about in six? Isn't it Loomis and Paul Rudd that are the main characters? We got a Sarah. woman in there. This one, yeah, I just think that with how boring this one is, that's why I don't like it as much. But um, the, because, and it's especially because it's coming after H2O, right? And we, I think we can all agree H2O is phenomenal. The yeah. ending of H2O was phenomenal. If they reused the yeah. in, uh, the ending for Halloween ends just for, a, uh, or of H2O's ending, I would be completely fine with it. I wouldn't have any notes, yeah. no complaints. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anything about it. Um, pretend I never they saw it. They won't top that ending. They will never top that ending. They won't. Um, but they, while they were filming that one, they knew, and Jamie Lee Curtis knew, much to her dismay, that they, this one was coming. They wanted a new one. They they would not kill Michael Myers unless they had like a backup plan. So they have all of these, like this B-roll that they shot while they were shooting uh, H2O that they knew they were going to put in here to kind of like... And they do it pretty quick. Like within the first five minutes, they're like, yep, this is how, this is how he didn't die. Right. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is, is, is in this one pretty quick. She said, you know, just kill me off. What do you think about her in this one? Cause me and Ian were like going back and forth on this one. I mean, it, it's bad, but it, you know, it was her decision. <laughs> she, she came up with exactly how she wanted that all to go. Yeah. Um, and I feel like uh, Following Jamie Lee Curtis's career, um, I'll get like there's a couple examples. So the fog from the 80s. If you listen to the soundtrack that's on Spotify, the last track is like an old school interview with her. And she has this kind of trend throughout her career where she'll say, like, I'm not doing another horror movie or I'm not gonna act anymore. But then the second that, you know, yeah, money comes up, she's like, I'm back. <laughs> um and I actually got to see that in person because I met her at a book signing in 2016 and there was a, a Q&A and somebody was like, would you ever return back to, to play Laurie Strode again? And she goes, who the fuck would watch that? We'd be like in our 60s. Nobody's going to believe that. <laughs> it was like a year later, they announced that she was going to be back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, like that, that shit makes me nuts. That's like a thing I don't like that she does is like, she will shit on her franchise and then be like, no, this is great. And then shit on it again and then backpedal and then shit on it again and then backpedal. And that like really makes me nuts. Like really does. Mm -hmm. John Carpenter kind of does that too, though. Where he'll, oh like, my God. John he's Carpenter. more, he's a little bit more forward with it though, right? He's like, I'm just here for the money. He's even already said it before this. Yeah. One. He's and like, that's, he's like, they're like, I respect Would that. there be more? And he's like, is there more money? Is there yeah. more money? Yes. Then there will be <laughs> yeah. more. Right. Um, And, <laughs> But you want to hire Jamie Lee Curtis for your project. I'll say that, right? Because for this one, she did all the interviews she needed to do. She did, like, the behind-the-scenes interview. She showed up at the premiere. She, like, smiled, danced around the, the red carpet. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis is the one you want to promote your freaking movie, you know? <laughs> she shows up at D23 on a dune buggy. You know, she's she's there, okay? <laughs> she's the yeah. most game for it. But I will say, like... I, I... I'm sure there's plenty of other ways that they could have written her out, but I do feel like from her perspective, it probably was a little bit of a fuck you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. To go out that way. Cause she knew that it was going to piss people off, which uh, also she's been saying that <laughs> the Halloween ends is going to piss people off. So I'm like, please don't give us another I resurrection. I know. Um, but no, I mean, it's bad and it doesn't, 
really make a lot of logical sense, even with the character. Like, why would she think that dropping him off the top of the building was going to do anything? But yeah. um, it's, a, it's a shitty way to go out, mm -hmm. especially after the, the high that yeah. uh, H2O ended on. But uh, I, I can't say that I think that the twist is necessarily bad, I, but I don't like the way that it was presented on screen. The mm -hmm. idea made sense, but given what well, he goes through at the end of H2O, it doesn't make sense. It's one of the most like pre-planned things they've ever done in a Halloween franchise in the franchise as wild. well, right? <laughs> like they really like thought this out and had it like sitting for like four years and ready to go. Um I now that it's like removed and we have gotten Laurie Strode back and we've gotten Jamie Lee Curtis back and like we can look back on this movie. I appreciate this as like a kind of out there idea because for me that original timeline ended with H2O. This one was just not part of that. And so it's fun to kind of see this like weird little like five to ten minute scene that we have of her in this and just doing like like if somebody wrote a bad way to, to send out a final girl, this is what we got. We don't have to talk about it. We have it. We can watch it, right? Um, and I have as many times as I've revisited this movie, uh, I've revisited the the intro to this movie ten times more because when you watch her, she still is magnetic. You know, she still is there, and she is Jamie Lee Curtis' a star. Um, I don't know if he agrees with any of that, though. I don't think you do. He does not. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but he doesn't want to fight, so he's <laughs> no. Quiet. Let's fight. Let's duke it out. Um, I want all your thoughts on Jamie Lee Curtis and this this opening. I think she was incredibly phoning it in in this. I think it's clear that she hated doing it. I think it's clear that she didn't want to do it. And I think she's like phoning it in big time in this whole scene. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. And like, I, think... I do think she's a good actress. Like, it's not like I like ever think she's, I, that's why for me that I do feel like this is phoning in. Cause I do uh -huh. think she's a good actress. Well, I think even when she's phoning it in, she's still like really great. I don't know. I just think she's great, you know? So yeah. it's okay. We'll just sit in silence for a couple minutes and <laughs> stare at each other over this one. Um, yeah, she's out of it pretty quick. We just kind of like move, move along. Um, yeah. yeah. And then um, we, what? I was going to say, uh, so Nick, I was telling Zach this. I literally hadn't watched this movie since I saw it in theaters because that's how much I hated it. Like I remember right. when we open on Jamie Lee, I remember like as a teenager sitting in the theater being like, Oh, are they going to fucking kill her? Like, is that what we're doing? And then they killed her. And I was so mad that I like could not enjoy the rest of the movie because especially back then when I was a teen, like H2O and Scream were like, they were it for horror mm. movies. Like they were my favorites. Um, So to like, like you keep saying, like the high of H2O to then do this felt like, mm -hmm. and it's wild that I didn't know it was planned until Zach told me, like he sent me a video clip of Jamie Lee Curtis, I think at like Comic-Con talking about, how it was planned because right. in my head when I was watching this in the theater, I remember being like, this is so thrown together. Like what the fuck is this? And it's wild that it was totally planned out. Yeah. And she collected a paycheck for it. She got paid for it. She showed up, did her two days of filming. I don't begrudge she... anyone a paycheck. Mm, I don't. It's, it's, it's just, it is what it is. I guess I remember watching this one. It was, I watched this one on pay-per-view. I remember it coming on pay-per-view and you'd have to wait until the next showing. So I'd wait for every showing just to see this opening with her. And I think it was just me as a little gay, I enjoyed the long hair. I liked that she had long hair in it. <laughs> I liked, um, I liked the hospital gown. I liked that she looked a little bit more like out of it. Um, my dog is having a choking fit next to me. Sorry. Oh my God. I thought that was a car <laughs> driving by. I thought it was too about to come. I'm like, I'm on the second floor. What are we doing? Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, it just, I don't know, it, it, it still works for me. But this was their attempt to move beyond the family stuff and the niece and the sister and all of that. So they did points for trying to create something that can live beyond Laurie Strode, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know, what do we think of the whole story, though? I actually don't mind the story. I think it's pretty clever. I Now, obviously, you know, the house... While the house looks good, the house is probably three times the size of yes. the original house, yeah. um, which, you know, given the story is necessary because, I mean, even like I rewatched it again last night and I'm like, how the hell did they not figure out? That's <laughs> what house. we were saying the entire we're... time. We're like, he comes, Buster Rhymes comes and slams the door. He's yelling downstairs. Nobody hears him. Nobody hears uh, the right. guy getting <laughs> killed in front of the mirror. Like uh, it just... Yeah, like everyone he was in the next room with yeah. the door open screaming. <laughs> like every one of those murders, everyone should have heard them happening. <laughs> they were all screaming. They had like one single scream actress just like doing all of the dubbing for everybody, right? Because I feel, I swear, even the guys were screaming the same way. Um, <laughs> and all in this house. And this house is a, a, it should be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, like eight rooms max, right? With a couple hallways in there. Right. But. I I managed to actually go inside the actual original house in real life, and it oh, is really? tiny. I bet. It's tiny. Like, you're not even getting two people next to each other barely walking down a hallway. So mm. it was definitely expanded for the movie. But, um, no, I, I mean, I do think that the story is moderately clever. It just wasn't executed well, and it's 100% a product of its time. Yeah. Um, you had other movies coming out in and around that. I, like, I think, like, Fear.com came out. Oh my god! Around that I forgot time. about that movie. Yeah, yeah. So it's it was a lot dated. of like technology-based horror. It's yeah, and it does. Yeah, it's dated too. It's funny because I feel like Zach. That's like what we were saying when we we're watching it, right? Like, it's, well, it's very dated. Yeah. The um, like, aside from the technology looking ridiculous because it's so dated, the like plot isn't bad. It just is executed incredibly poorly because it feels like something like we could characters. see today right it's yeah. like teens with cell phones in an abandoned house like it's very much something that was kind of forward thinking at the time it just is like the technology is really dated and and the entertainment and like all all yeah. of these little like bits and pieces you know are very like <laughs> new millennium um and it just it's like you know the most dated thing in scream that we were talking was it's the you know um, ironically, the most technology, uh, technologically advanced part where, where she, you know, dials 911 on the computer, right? Like that was supposed to, that's technology and it's always technology. That is the dated part of these movies, you know, um, even, and even, <laughs> even, even then Zach, don't you remember like when we started this podcast and we watched scream, I was like, this is one of my favorite movies and I still don't know what the fuck she's doing. I was literally alive I've at that I never understood what she was doing. So it is how deaf people could call 911 is what yes. she's using like a system for deaf people. I don't understand why she would have that, but we, we found out that that's what it is. And I spent like 20 years having no clue in my favorite movie how she's calling 911. <laughs> we don't need to know. It just happens. That's just what she does, okay? And that's just what they do in this one, okay? Deckard yeah. is, is, has got his computer, all his computer tech stuff. He's got the big screen at the party. Deckard has, or they, they all have Palm Pilots. You know, they got the Palm Pilots in the, in the little, the little. <laughs> I forgot that that was and... even, until you said that, Zach, I was like, I wouldn't even have remembered that was what they were called. There's no way they when couldn't she, have already been texting at that point, right? They when have she cell phones pulls out the, 
when she pulls out the Palm Pilot, like when she realizes that he, uh, Deckard can see her and then he's got, she's got to like pull it out. And, like I'm sitting there and I'm watching this. I'm like, look how long it's taking her just to open the damn phone and pull out the pen. <laughs> it's 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 wild it is it's just all the technology is what dates it because i think it's it's a story that could be i mean i hope yeah. they never do it but it could be adapted to <laughs> like many more movies right like uh, in every single generation um uh, they, born. They, they set up a new final girl <laughs> what do we think of this final girl i don't think mm -hmm. of her no. I, I mean when when you're casting somebody as your final girl and her screams have to be dubbed Yes. Like, <laughs> gotta it's, go back to the source. That's that's where the problem started. Roof. And like, no one's really that dynamic in the movie, but like literally almost all the other characters are more dynamic than mm -hmm. she is. She's just like, when your supporting cast has more personality than you, that's the real problem there, right? And I yeah. didn't mind how she was styled. You gotta have real good costume with Final Girl. I thought her denim looked looked good, you know? Um, at the end, she's covered in blood. There's no reason she should be covered in blood, but she's covered <laughs> in blood, and it's like a good look. But she just sucks. She sucks. Like, real bad. Yeah, she goes from like screaming and crying and then like three seconds later, just blank slate. Absolutely no emotion yeah. on her. He cut her leg multiple times. Yeah. I mean, this isn't really like costuming. This is just sort of blooper, but I noticed this. Uh, he cuts her leg multiple times and literally the next frame, there's nothing there. Really? She, and she, see, I, I, she's just walking around. She's not I even limping. It. Yeah. She, the first cut, she limps and then she just stops limping <laughs> and then gets cut again and... Yep. And going. these cuts are not big enough to be limping, right? Like she's she's just like everything she's doing is very much. And again, this also goes to writing, director, all of this. It's not yeah, just, yeah, not actors. It's not just her. Okay, yeah. like we got to give her a little bit more credit at least. Um, it's just freaking. She doesn't help anybody. She kind of like stands around the whole movie until the very end, and then Buster Rhymes got to come in and save her ass. You know, Buster Rhymes was a f better final girl than she, than she was. <laughs> Oh God! She does his, have his karate noises. <laughs> she does have a uh, one line that I really like though. When she goes and she knocks on Buster Rhymes' door, mm. and he's like, "Fear motivates," and she's like, "Fear makes me want to throw up." There you go. There you go. <laughs> I like, forgot it because one. she's so forgettable. I don't even remember that. Don't even remember it because at the all I keep thinking is when she's got the chainsaw at the end and she's saying the most generic line she can. She's like, "You take this." And, and for for this one, this is for Jen and all of so them. Poorly. This is for Rudy as he she doesn't even hit him. He blocks it with a knife. The like, people I didn't that. try to help whatsoever, right? The people who were poor Rudy. Poor Rudy. Well, her and the chef watch the guy in the leather jacket. They just stand there. They don't mm -hmm. even run away. They just watch Michael they, squish his And head. don't They're scream like, until he's dead, by the way. They <laughs> like stay very silent. They're like, this is Michael's scene. We're gonna let him Sean. <laughs> It's and that's and that's how the whole movie just carried out, you know. Like nobody does anything not. ever. Now, granted, I haven't seen her other work, so I don't necessarily want to speak to her as an actress. But I will say that based upon this film, the most memorable part about her was not from this film. It was the fact that my brain kept flashing to bring it on. Oh, is because she in she's that? the is she? yeah, she's the one that breaks her leg that falls off of the. Oh. The pyramid thing in the beginning. I would never have. And then at the end, thought. during like she's like dancing with the crutches. I that's remember her? that character, but yeah, I... that's her. What? I don't know. These this is a cast of characters that we have. We have kind of two differing cast of characters here, right? We have our people in the house, and then we have the people at the party. The people at the party also have. I'm more invested in what's going on at this party in this room 
than I am with the people in the house going through it, right? I think we're just like making a lot of missteps here with all of these characters where they should have been interacting with each other a lot more. Because when you have the scenes of like, uh, of like Rudy and Sarah, like smoking weed together, that's fun. That's fun stuff, you know? We need more of them. But like they were just like all standing in their own corners, Blair Witch style, until it was their time to be called to the stage, right? Right. And it just is weird that like, again, the house is very obviously small but then they make it seem so big and it's mm -hmm. like okay even if they're smoking weed they would hear the person in the next room getting murdered like they just would or they're paranoid like well like it, like it, it begs the question if you know they can't seem to hear anything okay so so, so we'll put aside the fact that he sh burst through a mirror <laughs> and he was screaming and nobody heard how the fuck did he get him in the attic yeah and nobody heard, <laughs> nobody saw that. Like the whole house is covered in cameras. They're going through, and nobody saw him. they're going through the, the walls. Okay. Like, like black Christmas, they're going through the walls. He's just like hoisted. That would have been a cool shot to see though. If we saw him like pulling bodies through the wall, like up to the attic, some shit like that would have been nice. But like even Michael Myers is pretty silent here, right? Like he looks bored to shit with these victims, <laughs> you know? Um, Michael that Myers is another really good one, right? What? I was going to say, when you said that his hair looked like it was styled from Freaky Friday, that like really got me. Yeah, it <laughs> it's Jamie Lee Curtis and Freaky Friday. This is New Millennium Michael Myers. H2O in this one is New Millennium Michael Myers. He is de-aged to like a 25-year-old. He's built like a 25-year-old. He looks very sexy, I will say. Um, I think the guy underneath the mask, too, is was like a Canadian stuntman, and so he was also very sexy. Um, yes, he was. So that's what I <laughs> Yes, he was. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, he does the convention yeah. circuit all the time, and even now he can get it. Does he? I've never, yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. I've never even seen him out. He was okay in this. I mean, it's like it's like this is like the standard Michael Myers by this point, right? You just have the knife, you just have the mask, and you just kind of move around and like don't talk. Um, there's not a whole lot of like the mannerisms of that that we love of Michael Myers, you know, the tilting of the head or like the playful kills and stuff like that. But I don't know. I got a crush on the new millennium Michael Myers. I would say the only thing that I didn't particularly care about his performance and like the way he walked is uh, and you, you kind of really notice it during the shot after he gives the the mental patient the knife mm -hmm. and he's walking down the hallway and you hear the voiceover. He always has his arms out. Yeah. Yeah. When he's walking and I didn't quite understand. What it's the, because it's the just the it's the idea of doing Michael Myers, right? If like you or I put on a costume and like walk down the street just with our friends or something like that, there's a certain like idea you have of Michael Myers already. And I think that was just his is just like. Cause he had like a broad shoulder, broad back, you know, just kind of like went up like that. Um, and I, I, I noticed that a lot on the roof scene with Jamie Lee Curtis as well. Um, mm -hmm. like, what, what do you think about the mask? It is, it's a little dull, which I think the whole movie is a little dull, but again, I'm like pretty turned on by new millennium Michael Myers. And I think he looks pretty sexy in this mask. I like the spiky hair. I like that. He took some like gotta be Jill and just like, you know, I do actually like the mask. For like, let's just go past that one. Um, I do like the mask. I do like the mask. I think the mask looks better when it's in shadows. I don't particularly yeah. like when they're constantly showing it up close because it just looks rubbery. Like it's especially noticeable, like mm -hmm. when he has. Which I do actually think that this sequence is funny. The whole uh, him Myers. talking to Freddie yeah. in the Michael Myers costume. And he's like yelling at him and he gives, you know, oh, go, go into the garage, which he does to kill her. To but, kill uh, Tyra Banks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I, I'm, 
a fan of the mask in this one. I do just to echo what we were talking about earlier. I do think I don't understand why they just didn't fucking keep recreating the first. It's mask so weird. The first too, one. Right? Like, I don't understand why that was so difficult um, because they did yeah. have it for four. That's the exact mask that they had for four. And they still like really I have seen him create that mask again like recently on a youtube video and he's like it takes five minutes let me show all of these fans try to like do real deep like recreations for it this is how easy it is and he literally just did it exactly like he did it back in 1978 and it's easy <laughs> even this one even for this new trilogy i'm not a fan of this mask i think it's fun i don't think it's that great though yeah uh... It was fine for me in 2018, but I'm mm. a person where, like, I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, we, aside from the flashbacks and kills, we haven't had a clean mask since Resurrection. Yeah. Well, I guess technically, oh, you could count the beginning of the remake, but... That was a good mask. I liked that one. It was so big. I know. He's good. Big I don't dude. really... I don't really notice much of the mask. Like, unless it's, like, really? Silly. You didn't notice yeah. any... Uh, uh, which one didn't you notice? Because uh, we've got Halloween Six, Michael Myers mask, where he's no, no. I mean, like, I, I noticed the blonde one. I noticed yeah. like it. It looks like goofier sometimes, but I don't notice like all the differences y'all are talking about. Okay, huh. I feel like, like that's I, how I am with where the people talk about the scream, the the differences with the scream mask. Oh, I, was like, I, I don't understand. Single thing. Sometimes I'm like, it's a little wider. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I still there's like what is it the one scene in the beginning of the first one where it is different? There's the like K and only, B mask. Yeah. yeah, there's only one scene where I'm like, okay, I can tell that's a little different. But I that's not. I still can't. It's just, yeah, but the it's only like time that I've ever little. been able to see any sort of difference with the costume, like for in Scream, was in Scream Five, mm -hmm. and that's not even the face; that's the robe. Yeah, because the robe looked cheap. This a little bit more back to the house. I do enjoy that the house was like all on a soundstage. Um, I thought that was pretty clever, right? And the, the cutting back and forth between across the street and, and the soundstage house because it's a pretty big property. And up until this movie, I mean, we've had so many Michael Myers houses, right? I don't understand why it's hard to get the, the house right. I don't understand why it's hard to get <laughs> the mask right. There's just certain things that I'm like, we have a reference for it already. Yeah. That, that is so, that's an easy facade to do, I would assume. A lot easier than, you know, going and getting this big ass mansion. I guess, you know, the mansion had more room to play, but. Um, oh, from five? Yeah. Um, but I still liked, <laughs> you know, even in the back of like this one, they added uh, more roofing so she could have like a roof climb part, right? And I love a roof. I love when they like play Zach with their space. Zach loves a roof. He love does. a roof. Um, I love when they play with the space. And so I, I, I liked that. They were doing that. There's like a point in the movie where or I guess they're just as soon as they get in the house, they're exploring the entire time. Right. And then we maybe start getting them picked off one by one and it just drags, it drags, it drags. And then there is a point where it's finally just like down to like maybe two or three of them. And then it starts picking up and they're running through the house. And like, I do enjoy that stuff. I thought that was pretty good. Like when she's climbing on the roof, when she's uh, when she goes up to the attic, like it is fine. It's good. Yeah, I mean, it's got some, I, I think it starts to pick up right when, uh, I think her name is Donna, when she discovers that he's been living underneath the house. Yeah. Because it just kind of breaks up the monotony of what we've been watching so far. Um, that's when it starts to pick up a little bit for me. And we start to get a little bit more of, because like, I'm a, I'm a big thing with films showing the space that you're in. Yes. Like, I love it when we have, you know, sequences where we're, 
following a character or they're just walking through the space so that we can learn. And they do that a lot uh, in the screen films, which yeah. I really, really appreciate. Um, but I feel like we didn't really have a sense of the house until the second half of the movie, despite the fact that mm -hmm. for a good portion, we've already been in the house. And it's because all the rooms sort of looked the same. Yeah. And they, they made it seem so big because it felt like they were so far away from each other when like realistically they're not. Yeah, and right. a good like contrast to the original one, right? Like we go through, we go, we start at the front of the house, we go through the back, we go through the kitchen, dining room, up the stairs. Like we we see it, we're moving with it. Um, and this one, I feel like, had we had just a couple of shots doing just that a little bit, rather than cutting so much to pov camera shots right i think that's what took me out of it is like i was there i was looking around the space because i love a set and i remember um when i was a kid watching the dvd they have a behind this like a set tour um that i was obsessed with watching i loved watching them go through that set um but watching the movie you don't even yeah like you just said like you don't really get a sense of the space at all because there there's just too much happening you want to talk about katie sackoff how they like showed the boobs, but she didn't want them to. Oh yeah. The, a lot of people know this story already, right? Um, I didn't she, know until you told me. Oh, well, so she, uh, did not want, I think we were already talking a little bit earlier, right? Like she's one of the funner characters. She's, she's one of the right. characters like, but, but because she's the blonde who like, you know, shows her bra, she's gotta be the one to die. But like, she right. had more personality than the final girl. This is like a character we should have kept around, but she did not want to, um, to show any bra or, or any nudity or anything like that. That's just not the direction she was wanting to go with her career. And like, especially with an actress in Hollywood, it's totally understandable that, you know, film uh, filmmakers see that and they see you come up on their casting roster and they're like, Oh, well she'll do that. Right. You know? So she said she wasn't going to do that. They went in after and, um, inserted a second shot of like a stunt double or something, not a stunt, <laughs> stunt double, um, pulling up her yeah, shirt, Dinah. right? And she didn't even know about it until she's sitting in the theater, sees it, and you can clearly see where it cuts away. And so she lifted the shirt to about her ribs, and that was about it, just showing her, her midriff. Um, and so now, to this day, she has it in all of her contracts that they're not even allowed to do body doubles for, for anything like that. That she's that will never happen to her again. Which is, I would have tried to sue them for that. That would have pissed yeah, me that off. Yeah, that is shitty, yeah. Because it can, like, mess up a career, you know? Like, if, if right. you don't want to get typecast into something like that, especially at the time right. when you are playing the blonde who uh, just from all of the past horror movies, she would have been the one to show her boobs, right? Like, the instead of the redhead, you know? Um, I wonder if that's why the redhead like had the sex scene is because maybe she didn't want to do it. I actually thought the redhead was the most dynamic. Really? I thought she was kind yeah. of boring. Oh, she drove me nuts. Yeah, I didn't like Every, like, whenever she tried to talk smart, I'm like, what the fuck are you even saying? Lothario. Like, you just, oh, right. I'm like, I don't even know that. I don't even know what that means. I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Uh, that's a good line though. What time do they open? One o'clock. <laughs> I just I thought like her chase scene was actually like good. I don't know. Like I to I a do certain think... point, I think yeah, she should have like... like been halfway through the bars or something like that. Just like a little bit extra, just that tiny bit of push. Yeah. Also, we the sound, kept, I... the sound design was good when she died mm -hmm. though, uh, because like as he's slowly pushing her into the spike, like. I kind of winced a little bit because like the way that she's like, yeah, yeah, the, the sound she's making, I'm yeah. like, this sounds like it fucking hurts. Yeah, that's going through. That's going through. Yeah, because it goes in like a little bit and then it goes in more. Mm -hmm. So it's like she's still alive. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then the I think that's one instance where the the cutaway to the PVV really works, right? Yeah, we just see like the very like 
small part of him, just like the bottom of the mask. And maybe we said, we'll probably see the full mask, but it, it, it really worked right there. Um, was Deckard watching already by that point? He must have been. I think, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, because that's the first point that he's like, I think that girl was just killed. Yeah, because they're like, oh, that looked really real. And but also, yeah. he calls 911. Listen, they're in Haddonfield. Uh, somebody calls, I call 911. I say, hey, Michael Myers is here. At the Myers house, something's going down at the Myers house. The police in Haddonfield are, are racing their asses over there. They have to be. <laughs> There's no way they're not at this point. That's just a thing in movies in general and horror movies that annoys the shit out of me. I've never once in real life heard of of calling in the, the circuits are busy where uh, we don't have anybody available to come over there or this yeah. is a prank. No, like if you call 911, even if you don't say anything, you end the call. There's a cop oh, outside yeah. of your door. Did you guys ever call them when you were kids? Oh, my God. All the time. Yeah. The and time. they would show up. And ask my mom weird questions like, is she abusing me? Like, Wait, <laughs> that happened once to us and we like didn't know who did it. Like my mom was like, who did it to me and my brother? And it wasn't me. And my brother was like a very good kid. So I don't think yeah. it was him. But like a cop showed up and was like, no, someone called. Y'all still don't know. See, all of I, my family no, secrets yeah. are out already. We've we put my sister on trial for a time because she she did something to my journal. I don't know. So me and my friends put her on trial and my brother didn't like that. So he called the police. And as my friends were leaving, they like cops like stopped by them and said, do you know where the Garcia house is or whoever? I don't know, because I guess he gave his name probably. Um and they pointed to my house and the cops came and they were there for like 30 minutes asking my mom questions. They're like, are you doing God. something to your daughter? Was your daughter? They were asking my sister questions and I don't know. Big deal. But we didn't find that out that my brother had done it until like recently. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So all the secrets are out now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I couldn't get away with that. They would show up and be like, your son keeps calling they, us asking. Or us they would call back. They would call so. back sometimes too. And I'd be terrified. <laughs> I was like, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> My oh, yeah. they, would call, they would call me back too and i would like turn off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> i can't find me now <laughs> i got i thought i was hot shit because my parents bought me a like a five dollar phone I, not my own phone line just five dollar like phone from the dollar phones. store or something and i thought i had my own phone so i thought whatever calls i made and they would never know about um so i was calling 911 all the time I don't know, man. This is like, it is a movie that I rewatch with my usual Halloween rewatches, but it just is so dull. It's, it's just dull. Um, yeah, there's not a whole lot to it. There's not a whole lot to talk about with it. I guess the ending is the, the big climax in the garage just like infuriates me. She, she's like slipping and falling everywhere. Tyra Banks is hanging dead above her and she gets her ass pinned by a, uh, uh, like a hard drive, like one of these yeah. things over here, or yeah. whatever the hell was like laying on her. I know none of this equipment right around me is gonna pin me down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's it, like, lo it looks like maybe a soundboard, but even that wouldn't because none of the, it. like yeah. the table cart thing is like next to her, and yeah. she's like laying, and we just see the one piece of like whatever like on her butt, and it's mm -hmm. like yeah, just push it off. The right, but then but then Buster Rhymes comes in and has to put her over his shoulders, and you can see her face, and she's just like fully. I would like, too, though. Okay, I would pick her ass up too because the entire movie, this is the shit she's doing. Okay, we 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 all criticized criticized Jin for uh, for for being the one who wanted to be famous. We're all in this house. Okay, all of us are in this house on Gabra for a reason. We're all doing the okay? same Okay, you're shit. not telling me that Sarah. <laughs> Is not acting. And she is an attention whore. She wants the attention. That's why she's just, uh, can't go. Also, people, we should don't, talk. people don't scream like that to, to be able to shatter glass. She was doing that shit on purpose. It just a light fell. 
Also, it's so weird that we didn't go back to that. Like, they felt like that was, like, her superpower, and that's how she would defeat Michael. But, like, we just saw that happen twice, and then... You thought she was going to defeat Michael with a scream? No, I mean, like, it felt like a Chekhov's gun. Like, that's how she's introduced. Right. Oh, she screams uh, really loud. Okay, so what? Like, said it is Right, so they don't what? do anything yeah. with it. Doesn't mm -hmm. matter. And um, she doesn't do anything but, at the end. She just also I do want to talk about Jen's death though real quick because he has mm -hmm. a butcher knife and he chops her head off with <gasps> just like yeah like some knife. of the kills I guess we can go through some of the kills like that was I'm here for it if you're gonna go camp with it go camp with it it's so uh, silly the, I love when he kills her though because I like mm. the sound with like as she's screaming and yeah. then he cuts her head off and you hear like the uh, her voice cut off yeah and that's the good. air oh. that's good and 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 I love a good cheesy just like still shot where they were clearly just with the appliance they were just there with the dummy and they were just <laughs> there to get the one shot there was no like steady cam nothing um they do that in five too with uh with mike when he gets like the rake in his eyes if you watch it like mm -hmm. there's one shot where they just like set up the cam real still and just like did it to a dummy that looked nothing like him right um i thought hers looked really good i think she might have her head too i think i heard i remember she her does. saying that she does. yeah she, she also did, which is kind of cool about her. She has a reaction video of her own where she reacted to her scene. Her YouTube channel is great. <laughs> I do love her YouTube channel. And she's like I a love beast that. with training as well. You should go watch her YouTube channel. I love that she does. And she, we were talking about like, she like is in the Mandalorian. Like she is still very yeah. much working. Yeah. She's a badass. She was in um, Oculus, which I really love. Yeah. She could have been a really good final girl. Like she could at least, at least if you weren't going to make her the final girl, like somebody who gets away with them, right? Like a third that gets away with them. Maybe the she, like, puts, her, she, she puts her head back on and like runs out of there, you know, holding it, holding it on, you know, maybe it wasn't all the way off or something. <laughs> something stupid. I don't know. I just, I, <laughs> um, yeah. And Busta Rhymes karate noises when he mm. is kicking, <laughs> Let's talk about all of the noises at this point, okay? All of the karate chops, all of the karate noises. Michael Myers getting getting where does he get zapped in the in the crotch, right? The crotch, yeah, he yeah. Gets the ooh. <laughs> I didn't even have captions on it. Ian had captions on it. <laughs> it just says ooh, and then in parentheses echoes. <laughs> That's yep. great, great stuff. Um, it just, well, I guess if we're talking about sounds, uh, yeah. I think my, my favorite person with the sound is before they even get to the house, it's the random guy that wanders into their like dorm room. Oh, so <laughs> and weird. he's like, it's <laughs> so, weird. so fucking random. <laughs> One kill that I did actually like was uh, the guy that he kills with the tripod. Did you? Okay. Explain because I, I thought that that was well done because it was like, only one person would have been looking at him. So it makes sense that like Michael could have gotten away with it without somebody seeing. Um, and it was fairly bloody and I thought it was well done. And I like how they incorporated that into the camera placement mm -hmm. since they had the conversation about where he was going to put the camera. Um, so, that good luck that nobody saw him though, that she happened to have been just dancing around with her little like latte at that exact moment that he <laughs> decides to murder somebody. Right. Um, and so the camera, okay, so the, was the camera just left there then? It wasn't, like, attached to the wall or the floor or nothing? It was just, like, left there? It, not only was it left there on the ground, <laughs> I never quite understood why the ends of this tripod were, like, super sharp. Razor yeah, sharp, arms. yes. Okay. But then when you see that, he, like, once it's set down on the ground, the actual arms of the tripod are sticking right out into the walkway. 
I don't know. I work with video equipment all the time now, and I don't think that's stabbing me. I mean, I, I have a tripod that does have, like, pointy ends, but, like, I just don't think you could. Do we want to Mythbusters this shit, Ian? Do you volunteer? Right. You try to stab me. <laughs> we'll see how it though. goes. I bet I can do it. <laughs> We're gonna, it's going to be successful. Um, I don't know. That one didn't really work for me. It felt very like, guys, it's it's the new millennium technology. We got tripods. and. Well, what did you think about, cause I'm curious now, what did you think about Rudy's death? Because I did not like Rudy's death. I liked it, and I thought he had some damn good fight in him. The only thing I didn't like, right, is that with each of these characters, they, they show them doing or talking about one thing in the movie early on. And that is how they either go out or that's the only thing they do or whatever. And so, um, like, Buster Rhymes is shown watching karate movies, like, one time. And now he's, like, a karate champion. And then uh, uh, Rudy is, is the chef, and he's always talking about cooking. But, like, even that one I was okay with because I liked that he did put in the fight to survive, even though he didn't. I did like that he threw whatever it was in his face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what was the it? Was supposed to be Spices. paprika? Something like that. Yeah. Or just like, uh, what does he say? He was Some like, you like sushi motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that. I think that it's a technical thing that I didn't care for his death because yeah. um, I rewatched that scene again this morning. And like when he goes to hit him with the knife, like he comes up and I'm like, what were you planning on doing with your arm? Because the knife right wasn't there. even facing him. Just, oh. So, Slash, yeah, like the, the knife is facing away, but then <laughs> Michael grabs his arms, and when he throws his arms down, they have like a sound effect almost of like bones breaking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I noticed. But that, it's like yeah. down to his side, and then he lifts them up, and then you hear the noise of him pushing the knives in. But like, where's the, the knife? Would have yeah. been on yeah. the side of him, mm -hmm. so I don't know how he got that. And in then there. the knives but always I did like the like homage. The big knife always like grows. Right, two feet, two feet in order to just pin him in there, right? They did that with the original have, too, though. It would have to be like the length of a sword to be coming out the other end and going through an actual human being. And a yeah. door. And like a good chunk of the knife sticking out of the other end to get that little yeah. like blood drop. Some things we just don't question, right? You're not supposed to do that. Exactly. We're not supposed <laughs> to talk about that, okay? It's just movie magic. Um, Rick Rosenthal, man, everybody. Movie magic. <laughs> yes, that's... Windows that's... Movie Maker is what this movie was. That's... <laughs> <laughs> The, yeah, the head crushing didn't really do it for me. I'm not a big fan of just, like, a stationary kill. I need some sort of, like, something moving around the space. I also felt like it just made it worse because those two people just stood there watching. They, they were just stood like, there. what's going to happen? Huh? <laughs> like... Quietly. Then he's dead, and, and, and Sarah decides to go, ah! <laughs> Or the, bl the blood coming out of his eyes. Yeah. That would not... With the head, that would not happen. Mm. But this uh, is the new Michael. He crushes dramatic people. effect. He crushes people's heads, and he does like one arm pull ups. You know, like this is Michael now. Um, the new. Oh, Michael. we should talk about that. Speaking of the one arm, um, yeah, because there. On. I mean, technically, there was kills in the opening. There were kills in the opening. I which I thought were I, I liked them. I was good with it. I liked that he t that he decapitates the guy and throws his head in the dryer, mm -hmm. but like from a time perspective. Yeah. I didn't understand how he did that so quickly, but then like, again, paying attention to space, like the other guard walks in there, but then when like, he finally trips <laughs> over him, I'm like, that was directly in front of the fucking It was there. He just like, he just happened to walk over it. Okay. Nick he just happened to walk over it. That's just how we go. And the big puddle of like blood, right? It's very nice and shiny, very obviously there. Um, 
What, we just what other horror it. movie did the exact same thing with a head in the dryer? It was, I still know what you did last. Or, ah, no, yes. that wasn't a head, though. That was a whole person. That was the full body. Yeah. Still the same, though. We, like, get yeah. the effect of the head in the show. Oh, yeah. It's I love that it, movie. Is it Jack Black that's in the... No, it's, a, it's the, no, it's the, it's it's the, the maid. maid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm, they, oh, those poor maids in that movie. You know, they're always... Carla, hold my hand. I am holding your hand. <laughs> it's good. I love it. That movie is fantastic. But see, like, that, like that's an example. Like, that movie, yeah. it's dumb. Yes. But it knows that it's dumb. And yeah. it's like... I mean, granted... That is the big difference. Halloween Resurrection knows that it's dumb. But it was like... It knows that it's dumb, but it doesn't try to do anything with being yeah. dumb. Whereas, I, like something like I still know, like it knows that it's dumb and it's leaning into it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. But I still like enjoy the opening and I enjoy the kills of the opening and I enjoy uh, I enjoy the security guard skills and I enjoy Jamie Lee Curtis's death. I think it's so stupid and so like just ridiculous and how she like kisses him and says i'll see you in hell before going down like that is some iconic stupid shit right like you have your I, iconic stupid shit <laughs> i love that he was literally holding on like, like i paused it and zoomed down the deck, holding on with one fucking finger wait really yeah he's literally holding on with his index finger i didn't realize that <laughs> he's been working out okay he's like he's been training he's been getting his body back he's like i i just hit 50 i want to feel good about myself again does a whole like you know marie claire spread where he or like a, a gq spread talking about how he wants to get back in shape wants to do one-arm pull-ups again and he does and he holds on by one <laughs> finger i'm proud of him it's my baby boy i mean i wouldn't kick him out of bed but you know <laughs> um it probably yeah. stinks everything probably stinks i mean he's been living down on that sewer ride yeah but, like eating this Michael Myers Halloween rats. Mm -mm, this Michael Myers looks like he's been showering at the YMCA or like the Gold's Gym, right? Like he's he's clean. It's okay. Now, this movie obviously killed any sort of timeline. This movie that this franchise had the momentum timeline, whatever, every, anything this movie this franchise had going for it, it was all dead now. Um, and they went on to do the remakes, and then we get what we have now. Um, yeah. How would you? What movie would you have made? Both of y'all, right? What directly after H two O. Instead of this, a different franchise. <laughs> you just killed I just, it. H2O is such a good ending. H2O yeah. is such a good ending. If I had I mean, to. I, uh, the the Akkads, they, they made sure you could mm. not kill Michael Myers. You still had to work that. that uh, no. So if I had to, if I had to, isn't there a Friday the 13th where there's someone pretending to be Jason and that like Part he's. Five. Yeah. I would do that. That's like the only way that if I had to make, if I was making money and I had no other job and they were like, you have to make a Halloween, I would mm -hmm. make it be, there is a copycat Michael Myers killer. It is not Michael Myers. That's why we don't need Laurie Strode. We don't need to kill her. We just don't need to have her. And everyone can be confused. Like, oh, he only goes after his sister. Why is he going after other people? And then the reveal is it's not him. It's just some guy in a mask. Make it one of the guys in the institutions that he's been with. Like, any of that is what I would have done. That way you can have a new cast. Also make the cast actually dynamic um, and have him attacking these other people and everyone be like, but normally he goes after Lori. And then we find out why he's not going after Lori's because Michael Myers is dead. Because he can't afford to get to California. He's got to stay in Haddonfield. <laughs> Nick, so, what's, what's your pitch? <laughs> well, I mean, I probably would have done something similar, which is kind of funny considering that was an original uh idea that they had initially come up with right? for 
for both H2O and this. And mm -hmm. it was uh, Mustafa Akkad that was like, nope, it's got to be Michael. Because mm -hmm. originally in H2O, uh, Charlie slash the kid from Jumanji, <laughs> uh, he was supposed to be a copycat killer. And then Michael oh, right. shows you up told towards me that, the Zach, end. Mm -hmm. I think. But then Michael does come in, right? Wasn't that? Like right, towards the end. Yeah, yeah. But I... H2O is, well, I will always welcome more Halloween movies, even yeah. bad ones. H2O is kind of like how I feel about The Gift in Buffy. Like, mm -hmm. that's where it should have ended. Stop this, it. This is the wrong guest, Ian. I know. Zach and I are Don't very get me wrong. Get out. I will, never, I will never say no to, well. No. I, they, they and keep going on your original thought anymore. train. Your original thought train was <laughs> but, correct. Yeah. Um, H2O was such a good cap to that storyline so i would instead of trying to continue the storyline i would have either rebooted it which is what i hope that they do eventually instead of like doing like a requel just like have just a random year yeah and michael myers shows up in in haddonfield you don't have to have any specific connections to any of the other films aside from like the first one like the idea of michael myers who he was just have him show up and yeah. kill people I don't need an intricate backstory. That's probably what I would have done. Um, now, I will say that as a sequel to this, Zach, you and I kind of mentioned this before mm -hmm. we started recording, but the uh, the comic book Halloween Night Dance, mm -hmm. uh, before the remakes and the David Gordon Green movies, similar to like the Buffy comics, those were canon. And they have, it's a sequel to Resurrection and it doesn't directly like talk about a lot of the stuff that happened in Resurrection. It's very similar to like a, like a Scream 5, like, oh, the last time it happened was in 2011, something like that. But they, they actually take some of the elements of Resurrection in Michael's behaviors, like him switching masks with somebody and having that person get killed instead, but they do it effectively. Yeah. So I don't, Maybe I wouldn't even have made a completely different story. I would have just had more competent people take this idea yeah. and do something better with it. Mm -hmm. Well, because I think it's the and like again, it's. Oh wait, it just came into my. Instead of having, let's explore the Myers house. Let's explore Smith's Grove. Okay, I'm good with that. I like any sort of exploring. Any, because I think the idea of Dangertainment, right, and like them setting up some sort of like backstory that we're the audience going, why are we hearing about his childhood, right? It could be the same thing with Smith's Grove Sanitarium, right? It's like his time, they set up his time in the sanitarium. We're supposed to find the clues. That could very well work in a sanitarium as well. Um, well, it makes it more believable too, because you have. You don't have to expand a house that we know is not that big. I don't you ever have this giant sanitarium. Rick Rosenthal to direct anything that involves a hospital ever again. No. Um, I love Halloween 2. It's so wonderful. I love it. I love it. I love it. It is slow. It is a slow movie. This is a slow movie. I think he just makes slow movies. And uh, I don't know if I'd have given this one to him. I will say that this movie sort of confirms my suspicions of how much Rick Rosenthal actually did with Halloween 2. Yeah. Because I'm like, come on. you. Can, there's no way that you directed both of these movies. And they're polar opposites. Like, I know John Carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. John Carpenter was primarily responsible for Halloween 2. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I go back and forth on that one. <laughs> I mean, 
If we're having hot takes, I think all the Halloweens are pretty slow, but I think Stop not it. in a bad what way. What is wrong not with you, Ian? Now not he, in a bad he, way. He starts okay this recording going, I don't want to talk about the Halloween series because Zach, Zach loves it. And now he's It's like, okay to be slow. Shitting all like, over it. Ridiculous. I don't think I don't think slow is technically bad. Like I the descent is slow, and you know I love that movie. Like we everyone doesn't die till the last like 20 minutes, but I think that's fucking awesome. Um yeah. I think it's okay to have a slow-paced horror movie, but there's a difference between slow and bad. Mm-hmm. Like, so I do think the first Halloween is slow, but it works yeah. because it's slow. Absolutely. Um and so I don't mean that as a negative. I mean that as like I'm they just do fucking it well. With you. I'm just like, messing with you. Having banter, we, I'm trying to get some content. We we like see them like, you know, dicking around. We see them smoking weed in the car. And like, granted, Jamie Lee Curtis, like she is a very good actor. So if there were not a good actor in that role, maybe it wouldn't work as well. Cause like mm-hmm. not a lot of the other people are that great in that movie. Um, but she is great. I don't think a lot of, I, I, I feel like God, I'm everything... going to cut your man bun off. I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, you're but digging. I think she's you're digging. <laughs> um, and like, it's fun watching them like run into the cop dad and smoking weed and be like, Oh shit. Like yeah. shit like that is like, you enjoy watching it. And, but that's like slow, right? That's not horror action. Um, and I think that does work in horror movies if it's done well, because you're building us up with these characters so that you do care when they die, mm-hmm. not like, oh, I don't even remember this person's name and they're being chased and put on a spike. And it's like, OK, that was an OK chase scene, but I don't remember anything about that character, you know, like my resurrection before we kind of click out of here. Um, I think I kind of agree with a little bit of what both of you guys are saying, I think. The way to go forward with the Halloween movie is to quit acknowledging anything else, right? So if they're going to bring Michael Myers back, just make a story and don't reference anything else. Don't reference anything else. Just set it wherever you want to set it. Put whoever you want to put in it. Even if it's Michael Myers, don't even reference whether Laurie Strode thing happened ever. Don't Just don't tell us and just do it, you know? And we'll take it but as we take it. I still I, But I still wouldn't want them to. I... The thing that you have said about kills now is how like it feels like they watched the Halloween series. Like mm. if we're oh, going all the characters, to, yeah, yeah. Like I need it to be like he has killed a lot of people. I don't. They don't need a reference, but it needs to be like this is a killer that people know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Like I think it, that's the only thing I would need for continuity is they this need, is a killer who has killed people. They need him out of Haddonfield. I think Haddonfield is Haddonfield and Laurie Strode are both weighing him down. At least for a couple of sequels, they need to put him somewhere else. Um. Agreed. I I think that that's it. across franchises. I think that's yeah. a thing that boxes them in a lot of the times. Like I'm so glad. Like the uh, Scream Six. I'm so thankful it's not in Woodsboro anymore. I'm I was uh, H2O was refreshing because it was in yeah. California versus Haddonfield. So uh, yeah, I mean I think a future sequel. It's it's the Legend of the Boogeyman, the Legend of yes. Michael Myers, and that's all you need. I fucking hope. I am like praying and I don't know any of the spoilers. So don't tell me if I'm right or wrong, but I'm like praying that he is like the spirit of Halloween and Halloween ends. Like I'm praying he's ghost fucking Michael Myers. Like I, I don't want a human Michael Myers anymore. I don't, I don't want it. I would like him coming out of the pumpkins, like in the Dennis Edgerton script from Halloween four, you know, something be like 12 feet tall. I would be fine with that. Something (laughs) crazy, something just like wild. Um, okay. Well, we have now covered Halloween resurrection. We have wrapped up this original, series we're about to go fan on favorite to, yeah we're about <laughs> to go on to the rob zombie movies ian is so excited um we thank you so much for having or for having <laughs> us on your show nick uh yes thank you <laughs> uh let Anytime. everybody know where where they can find you where, who you are where you've been what you're doing 
Well, my name is Nick. I like long walks on the beach. Um, <laughs> you can find me on my YouTube channel. I do reactions primarily to horror movies. Uh, Nick Says Boo is the name of the channel. You could also check me out on my Patreon if you want to give me your money. Also, Nick Says Boo. Social media, Instagram, Twitter, Nick Says Boo. And occasionally, I am a guest on The Horror Hour. So you can check me out on there and check them out and all that jazz. Cool. There you go. All righty, guys. We will see you next time. Bye.